Hello and welcome to the What the What podcast. It's the podcast where we tell you what's nerdy, what's popping with culture, what's giving us all the nostalgic feels, and what we're geeking out about, past, present, and future. It's all the what's in one place. That's Eric Creech. We have Kyle Whitley, and I'm Ashby Brain. Yeah! Yeah! Come on, Eric, join in. Yeah! Yeah! Drink some more and yell. Come on, let it out. Let it out. Let it out. Don't hold it in any longer. You're going to have some sugary issue. Come on. Scream. Let it out. Come on. You're stretched. Yeah! Yeah! It's the What the What Show! Woo! Woo! boy! Woo! Woo! We just killed every single person's creatures. Drop some nuggets on us. Yeah, let me drop some elbows on this table. Woo! <laughs> okay, I literally killed the sound there. <laughs> There's literally like so many deaf people right now. It's just in the car, just like, woo, let me crank that so away. That I want to go ahead and say that we've this is our 53rd episode. Mm-hmm, we we mm-hmm. celebrated um, mm-hmm. one year last weekend. We'll I'll be doing a, like a, an official celebration we'll in have a couple to do of weeks. That. Yep. Um, but in the first 52 episodes, um, most of them were intro by me, and none of them were as poignant and yes. like catchy as that intro you had there. What's popping with culture? I don't yes. know if I could pull that line I mean, off. Look, I'd already read this, and that still is, got me when you read that. <laughs> but I do have I do have a note. Okay, okay, I'm you ready. You spelled nostalgic wrong. Oh well, see, this is the problem. I don't have spell check where I'm writing this, and I told you guys there would be issues. So yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to redo this with nostalgic right, spelled correctly instead of nostalgic. It's okay, nostalgic. Teach. Nostalgic. <laughs> nostalgic here. Well, Not this is the Johnston County branch of what the what? We're, That's we're, right. we're giving us all the nostalgic feels, y'all. What there is to geek about. Come on down, man. <laughs> hang out and look and see what is fun it's in our all memories. all the what's in one place, you hear? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me sit you down and show you what I saw on the television when I was your age. Oh, my goodness. Okay, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I wasn't going to like say that because you do an amazing job. But it was, that was, that that was, was, that was the great. best one we've seen. Yeah, I mean, in terms of everything. I we've mean, turned a page. We have turned a page because it's year two. Year this two. A, That's right. This is a new and improved what the what podcast. New year How new much us. longer until we actually have a studio? I, I don't know. We gotta do this at we your house. We gotta get on that. I've got to you know replace the carpet and stuff. So. Nah, you're never nah. gonna see the carpet. Nah. Well, well, not in the studio, but in my living room because you have well, to go through my living room. It's first, okay. So. We won't look down. It's fine. Yeah, I've, I've been. Just, I'm at the blindfold, y'all. I've literally okay. laid on your carpet in your living room. I know. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I've got a giant ninja turtle we can put over there because he just hangs out in my room. I'm going to decorate. I'm going to bring all of my like fun pop culture stuff. Okay, well that's fun. We have lots of toys. I pulled out so many that Samuel's at my house so they're friend's kid. Look, I have a really nice oriental rug that I can give you. You can lay that out on the carpet in the in the carpet on carpet. Mm -hmm. It's cultural feel. It's like stacks on stacks. I've got lots of random posters and comics. Well, I have a lot of random posters in there too. See, yeah, I bring my Captain America poster mm -hmm. over. I have like a Deadpool one that was drawn like prints and stuff. I have a I Venom have, one. I have the Deadpool one mm-hmm. that we got autographed when we went to see Deadpool. The movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a beautiful digital artist rendering of Steve Rogers that I got from a fan convention. Are you sure you want to give that up, though? I mean, I'm not giving it to you. I'm allowing you to hang it in our studio. So you'll have something to stare at that's whenever right. you come. Over. That's right. Well, you'll be like, Ashby, it's your turn. I'm like, what? Well, sorry. I, I got lost in Steve's eyes. Yeah, <laughs> those, turn around. Those ocean eyes. <laughs> the camera's on the other side. Speaking of a little bit to this show, I decided we need an orange couch. 
Okay. We won't need a table. We'll just sit on an orange just couch. An orange and couch. Eric's like, why? Okay. That's what Armchair Expert does, though. They sit on furniture. They don't have a mm-hmm. table or anything. So I just kept looking at like the Snick like couch. The Snick couch, man. I wonder if there's like an old prop Snick couch somewhere on eBay. I looked we them can up. Buy. Okay. I found them. There were three. I okay. think there were three. One Nickelodeon still owns. Okay. Another one that they were supposed to give away um, at some contest, but nobody took it. And it's like it's rumored that they gave it away with money or some other thing. And the person turned down the couch, like, way back when, like, in the nice 2000s. What's wrong with people? And there's this guy that was on, like, question. it was either a Reddit or Tumblr thing, but all of a sudden, he's like, oh, you want to know about couch? Here. And he's like, it's in his living room. He got it somewhere where he was at the, he was at the studio and was like, hey, what are you going to do with this couch? And I'm like, oh, do you want it? And so he just took the couch home. It's yes. literally in his apartment I now. want the couch. And Shaq owns the other one. If Nickelodeon is listening. Do you think we can get Shaq on the show? Oh, can we get Shaq on can the show? Can we just go to Shaq's house? We'll sit on his couch. Does he have a tour Yeah, bus? we'll go to yeah, Shaq's sure. house. We'll sit on the Snick couch. Yes. Shaq was the same way. He was there. Snicking with Shaq. Yes. He was there for Snick and like literally just asked for it. And they're like, of course, you're Shaq. Here, you're have Shaq. A couch. You can have whatever you want. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to back out of the Facebook thing because I'm just turning red. Thinking about snicking with Shaq. So, snicking look, I'd, with Shaq. I'd snick with Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> Family Shaq. That Family means Shaq. you would share a Snickers with Shaq. Look, eventually I will absolutely 100% ruin this Family Show situation we have going on because that's just what I do. Not ca- intentionally. I'm counting on it. I will ruin. I will forget. We will get to Captain America Winter Soldier and I'll drop so many moms that you're like, we got to stop. We got to stop. We got to start We're over. just going to turn Facebook off and um, we're just going to put like the little E beside, right. you know, the, you know this will be, we'll have to do a warning. A warning. You'll be like, having Ashby on the this, show is great, but we got to let her go. This week's episode of What the What <laughs> contains adult content. <laughs> That's right. If you don't want to know who's but, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I feel like we'll just take a random. We'll let you have a, a catchphrase, and we'll just put that over top of everything. What? So instead of bye, yeah. it's just Ashby whatever. Read at some an point. explicit fan fiction about Bucky Barnes, and we had to put the C rating. <laughs> we'll just do that little thing where I was. Normally, we're a family show. That's right. And we're gonna, you know, do an edited version of this at some point mm-hmm. without Ashby. But if you want to wait for that one, it'll come out in a couple of weeks. Don't I listen just, to this one. I feel like the scene will pause. It'll turn black and white, and it'll like have some sad music in the background. <laughs> I'm going to play that every time. Ash, we decided it was a good idea Hello, to say these darkness, things here. Please forgive her, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, exactly. And then we just pick oh, back up like man. five minutes later. So. Oh, that'll be our spinoff, like getting mm-hmm. explicit with Ashby. <laughs> Better than getting weird with Ashby. So. Mm-hmm. Either one. Mm-hmm. Explicitly weird. Explicitly weird with Ashby. Mm-hmm. Featuring the other two guys from What the What every now and then. Yes. No one is surprised. Featuring two guys in masks. Yes. So. <laughs> Who are both Hufflepuffs. Who are they? Who can say? <laughs> yes. This is Cedric Diggory, and that's Batman Cedric Diggory. <laughs> Kill the spare. All right. Oh, All righty. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, this is my first time doing this. I know, so. good Got luck. This. If you haven't, please subscribe to this podcast. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, etc. All have us. Make sure to search for What the What Media. All one All word. word. All one word. And please one. rate and review us five stars. Yes, also, five. five stars. Go ahead and follow us on Twitter at WTW underscore media and on Facebook and Instagram at What the What Media. All one word. This episode will also be on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe when you see us posting about our YouTube channel. Search for What the What Media on YouTube. All we, don't, one we don't have. That's right. We don't have a direct link yet. A, yeah, but if we get 60 of you to sign up, we will. That's right, I'm people. I'm hoping they let us have What the What sign Media. Sign up. At this point, it might be gone. Well, Beards and Boost has like enough, not because Jonathan's had it for five years and we just turned it into that. 
But when you go to select a name, it just puts one for you. And it's like, here, this is your name. What? And no. it's like, no, we don't want that That's name. Not, okay. So hopefully, what the one media will be the name we get. All one word. Also, one more thing. If you like this episode or any of the 52, I was correct, yes. other episodes of the What the What podcast, then we have another request. We are trying to grow this show and get yes, more listeners, are. and we need your help. If you like this show, we would please ask that you share this episode with at least one friend. Tag us on social media if that's where you end up sharing it, and we will give you and the person you shared it with a shout-out the next time we record. Have we been doing that? We talk about it a lot. We talk about it all the time. Okay. I don't know if anyone's really shared us. I mean, I shared it and no one shouted me out. It's okay. I mean, but you did let me join. We we let you join the show. (laughs) I mean, just like, hey, shout out. Come on in. If you tag enough people, you can join the show. I mean, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, that's that's the precedent we've set. At this point, you've got to bring your own mic. (laughs) Yeah, because we were lucky to have these three. Like, we bought two for us, and then Mm -hmm. another Andy Andy Cockrell bought one for us. And so. Nice. But we don't have any more money. And we need another box, too. Mm -hmm. So. If you bring your own box and your own mic, then we'll consider letting you squeeze into this little okay. place we call a studio. Yep. On today's episode, we are taking it back to your childhood living room. Deep. Oh, wait. <laughs> Deep, dog. <laughs> <laughs> now, I took that out just so you guys I know. Say it. <laughs> uh, it's okay. Deep. <clears throat> On today's episode, we are taking it back to your childhood living room. It's 1997. It's a Saturday night. Saturday night! And while your parents or older siblings may be watching SNL later after you go to bed, you're currently glued to Snick at Night. And brand new episodes of All That and Kenan and Kel are starting right now. Yes. Right here, right now. Oh, nice. <laughs> you turn everything into a song. He does. My life That's is That's life. It's not just this. It's, it's literally anywhere. It's life fine. is a musical. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Um... 1997, I tried to envision myself back in my bedroom, and it made me think we were talking about fixing the studio. We need to get the carpet that's in my childhood bedroom and put it in your house. I literally had red shag carpet in my childhood bedroom. And it's like the long shag. It's it's still there, right? Yes. I've seen it, yeah. You literally lose, like when you were a kid playing with your action figures, you you would lose weapons weapons in the carpet, and you don't find it until you step on it at some point later. Twenty years later. Yes. <laughs> so it's probably there. But yes, that's what we need in the in the studio for the orange shag carpet. I like it. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. We might as well just buy a house. You know. You own one, so. Well, yeah, but. You know. Yeah, I mean, I own one too, but. Look at y'all. But we're thinking people. big. We're thinking big. We're thinking okay. big. This is what what media, not what the what show. This that's is right. What, what media? Media. We need to have media. Several. We are a media conglomerate. Yes. We got to have a place to watch our movies for our live viewings. That's right. Mm-hmm. We've got to have you know like a retro room for your snick stuff that you keep referring to that I have no idea what you're referring to. The more you're talking, the more I'm envisioning your house. Like it's literally the living room. Got some great couches. You know, you've got that other room. Where your brother is living or is living. He's getting married. Kick him out. Snick room well, in he there. He's getting kicked out. No, no. So Snick room right there. Your room's pretty big. As long as we live like a cot in there, like we can do something <laughs> in there. I have a futon in there with you mm-hmm. know my bed, and I have a futon on the side mm-hmm. now. So this Ashby's is all like, coming together. Yeah, Ashley's like, no, you're not coming to my house. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. not giving, I'm not allowing you to have those nope. ideas. Coming to my house. Mm-hmm. No, nope. sorry. <laughs> I don't own one yet. We'll get there someday. Hopefully this year. Someday. Ooh. Yeah. That's fun exciting. Times. Either way. Okay, so we're talking about all that and Keenan and Kel, or Keenan and Kel and all that. Basically, we're talking about Keenan and Kel. That was my yes. that was and the my line. They yes. are involved in. Yes, we're so. talking about Keenan and Kel. So, what I would like to do is <clears throat> Kyle and I watched all that and Keenan mm-hmm. and Kel. They were privileged to have growing Nickelodeon up because we up. had Nickelodeon. That's true. Um, Eric was poor. That's not what I was going <laughs> to say. 
didn't have cable for any reason. Some <laughs> Lots of people did. Re- unknown reasons. Who can say? Who can know? Mm-hmm. At this I know. Point. <laughs> <laughs> we were poor. Your dad was too busy spending the money on lawnmowers. On lawnmowers. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but so so I've decided. Kyle and I've decided to ask mm-hmm. Eric. What d- 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 let's be real. You decided. I decided. <laughs> and I thought it was right. a great idea. You're right. So. I decided, and Kyle agreed to ask Eric what he thinks. Keenan and Kel and all that were about just from the cultural zeitgeist of being a 90s Look kid. Look at that word. All right. That's a good one. That's a great I word. I think the Ghostbusters captured that one. Yes. The zeitgeist. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so I have not done any research on this. Cause this is even better. Mm-hmm. Yes. Even better. So yeah. from what I can understand, all that is okay. basically kids SNL. Yes. yes. Okay. Sketch show, um, funny skits, um, hilarity, you know, as kids and apparently as adults, we thought it was Really, really funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what Keenan and Kel is. I know it stars Keenan um, Thompson and Kel Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Um, Keenan Thompson of SNL fame now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what Kel was famous for. He's um, a youth pastor now. Good for him. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I'm assuming that might be another sketch show that they did together after all that. I don't know. So uh, why don't you give us some background on Keenan Thompson and Kel Mitchell? Because <laughs> that's all I got for you. <laughs> I mean, that was, like, you got the gist of it, which you is did. good. All um, that really is. Something to do with orange drink and good burgers. Yeah. <laughs> That's the <laughs> That's best fair. way it's raised. That's fair. So, okay. I So, to start this off, I pulled a quote from Kenan Thompson on the Kenan and Kel friendship from a 2016 Entertainment Weekly article. AEW.com. Because I thought it'd be cool to say something about their friendship in a... <clears throat> Sorry, someone's calling me. <laughs> That's your grandma. She's like, turn the microphone yeah. up. Get your hair out of your face. No. <laughs> I can't hear you. Um, you wouldn't answer. We can, we can talk to him on, on, on the air. She, it's, it's actually not my grandmother calling. Oh. And the person who's calling, if I answered on air, she would murder me. Okay. So. Oh, wait. Well, even that's better. That's great. <laughs> Let's give her the address. 291. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, I thought it'd be cool to start off talking about their friendship, like from one of their own perspectives. Mm-hmm. So he said, I think we had a very similar experience in life. Um, he happened to be from Chicago and I'm from Atlanta, but most black families are pretty much the same, like very close and very fearful of our five foot mothers and stuff like that. We both have very similar taste in comedy, even though his is more physical and mine's a little more standing aroundish, which I, I love. I think it's great. And the more I was watching more Keenan and Kel stuff today and this week, I think I'm more Kel and Eric's more Keenan. Yes. That makes total sense. Yes, it does. You're yeah. the more planner. You're the more like, let's do this. And I'm the one that's doing crazy dumb things. Yes. Like, I agree. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. As you come to love Kenan and Kel as we do, you'll understand even more. Yeah. I already love Kenan. Well, that's true. You, that's need, to, you need to come to love me now, <laughs> Kel. <laughs> and then you're Ashley. <clears throat> well, technically, her name was Amanda Bynes. Right. But you're. Oh, I know, I know her. Yes. That's she was on that, me. She was on that show. <laughs> what I like about you. Yes. Yes. And they but had before that, that she was on mm-hmm. Ask Ashley. Um, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> Dear Ashley. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. You, you, You're, it's fine. Great. It's fine. We need to sit down with you and just watch tons of TV. Yes. <laughs> okay. Back okay. To, don't back to me with a good time. Back All right. to you. So I'm going to go in a little background for the characters. Keenan Thompson is an American actor and comedian. He has been a cast member of the NBC sketch comedy series Saturday Night Live since 2003. Making him, and I didn't know this, the longest tenured cast member in SNL's history. That's incredible. I didn't even, I, I haven't even thought about it. When you think of all the great people right. who have gone through that show, and he's been there the longest. Yes. 
Well, yeah. the cool thing about it, too, is he's not just stuck around just to be there. Like, right. he's still funny. He's still very involved in, like, everything going on. Yes. Whereas he's not just a guy that's like, well, it pays decent, and I get my right. name known, and I'm just going to stick around here. Like, exactly. And like plus, he, I think he finds true, I mean, I'm putting words in his mouth, to be fair, mm-hmm. but I feel like a lot of people don't stick around on SNL because they're like, I'm going to do movies. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, some of the people who have moved on from SNL have been very, very like well-known comedic actors in movies mm-hmm. like Bill Murray. But mm-hmm. I feel like Keenan, that's his wheelhouse. Like that's his lane. Mm-hmm. Like he really loves sketch comedy. Right. And he writes on the show. He mm-hmm. doesn't just um, act. And so I, I feel like, you know, if you're happy where you are, like why move on just to say that you're moving on? You I know? listened to a podcast with him today and he kind of got asked, uh, not necessarily asked why are you still there, but he was just saying he the part of comedy he loves is the working with others. He's more of a group person where you're working together and doing something. And he said, you know, I'm still much of a team player with that, like, and with all the writing and everything else. And he said, I guess, you know, that still stands firm with, you know, even the new people that have come along over time still want him in their skits that they're writing for themselves. Because a lot of how Saturday Night Live is, is you writing your own stuff and kind of teaming up with people and doing things. And of course, you got some other writers too, but a lot of you doing the comedy and everything else to write your own stuff. So, at least parts of it. So the fact is, he just loves what he's doing. He did say that uh, there is a lot more coming up for him, not to like jump ahead for all of him, but he's got some other things that he's starting to do. And he said that he plans to stay at Saturday Night Live as long as he can until his schedule becomes too busy doing something else where he can't stick to that type of schedule. Now, is something else like another show he's doing? or Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Yes. Do you know about that show? <laughs> no. Oh. Well, I'll just go ahead and say, like... I just assumed, like, all that, something else. I mean... Well... Well, he is producing. Off. He's a producer on all that. Yeah. The new show. Him right. and Kel both are. Um, Makes sense. They don't know who he is, though. He has a show that's coming out, I don't know if it's this year or next year, just called Keenan. And I think it's on CBS. I did see I that. It sounds like a CBS show where they yeah. just have the most simplest title. It's yeah. literally... It sounds a lot... Like, after Keenan, here comes Mom. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it, it came up from one of those things that... And then two Brooke Girls. Oh. Yeah. I think they take it a lot from the stuff we grew up watching at sitcoms and stuff, too, where I think the mother has passed away, and he comes in now raising, raising two daughters. It's like his quick synopsis of what I saw. It sounds okay. like Full House. It does, except, you know, I don't know if he'll have a goofy brother-in-law and friend. And a random but, friend who just lives <laughs> right. there. Yeah. But... Uh, I don't know. I'd watch it. Really I'd at least watch it. Unrealistic expectations of what adult life was like growing up. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like it's I like, thought I was going to be raising kids with two of my best friends. Yeah, that's mm. not, apparently not how kids happen. That's not how it no. happens. No. <laughs> Still trying to figure that one out. It'd be a lot easier. Well, it's oh, like man. your turn to raise the child. Right. Although to be fair, when Chelsea and Megan and I go out in public with mm. Megan's two girls, it is a lot like Full yeah. House because it takes three mm. of us to wrangle the two of them. So what needs to happen now is me and Eric need to go off with yes. you and just randomly start singing Beach Boys songs. Everywhere yeah. else. With just that too. I need to update, sorry, going off track here, I need to update the Full House video. And put you do. We've got to get some videos of you doing crazy stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not, not tonight. Um, okay, so Tyson was Back born in Atlanta, info. Georgia to Fletcher and Elizabeth Ann Thompson. He has two siblings, an older brother and younger sister. Um, his mother enrolled him in acting classes at age five, and his first role was as Toto in a church production of The Wiz, which had no lines because <laughs> he's a dog. <laughs> he continued, rough, rough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He continued acting through his youth, uh, appearing in school plays, and he auditioned for the theater company, the Youth Ensemble of Atlanta. Yeah, 
It's yeah. Y Y E A. Yeah. The ensemble of Atlanta. Yeah, that's where the whole Usher thing comes from. You didn't know yeah. that? Yeah, that's where he graduated. Yeah. I wish I'd have known that. Yeah. I could have yeah. given, <laughs> given that history, you know, my senior year before I performed that song at the um Before you got put in the principal's song. <laughs> before, before, before you before I got sent to were Rockford. allowed to graduate. <laughs> for singing, yeah. The uncensored version. Oh man. This was just my ploy to try to get into that uh, academy. That's ensemble. hilarious. That's right. I really um, thought I was going to get noticed. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So, Kel, I'm going to butcher his middle name. And I tried to look it up, but I've known him. Johari. Johari. Kel Johari Rice Mitchell is an American actor, stand-up comedian, musician, singer, and rapper. Mitchell was born in Chicago and grew up on the South Side. He attended Chicago Vocational High School and took drama classes at the ETA Creative Arts Foundation. He has two sisters, um, and he is a convert to Christianity and a youth pastor, like Kyle mentioned. Yeah. Um, Keenan Kell was Mitchell's second professional acting performance, having only worked on All That and in amateur theater productions. Thompson's previous experience before All That and Keenan Kell included D2, The, the Mighty, Mighty Ducks. Ducks. I knew Eric would have something to say about this. I never watched The Mighty Ducks. Oh, my what? goodness. Yes. I, I mean, it is, um, it's not my thing. I don't know. It was like, in the 90s. How was it not your thing? I yeah, was, you were alive in the 90s. I weren't was you? a you girl. You played sports. It was about there were hockey. girls, on, was that girls team. on that team. I just, it wasn't my I don't thing. You, rollerbladed. you had I to rollerblade back then. It was. Oh, I was the big rollerblader. See, you yeah, had you to knew how to, you, Did you have the inline skates? Yes. Yeah, okay. You should have loved this. You should have. That was right up your alley. Go put your skates on and watch this now. I bet if there was a bus in their house. There was in the... Second one where they went There's to a the, bus in the second movie. The U.S. So. Goodwill Games. Wow. So, uh, I She's was listening. Gonna pop. She's going to pop us before. I was listening to your thing today with Kale, and they asked him, like, how did he meet Keenan or how did they meet each other or become friends? And it was one of those open audition casting call things from all over. So that's how mm-hmm. they ended up there. And he said that he was kind of in the room waiting, and all of a sudden, Keenan came in the room. And this was after the Mighty Ducks had already come out. He said, Keenan came in to his audition wearing rollerblades and dressed in full Mighty Ducks gear. Nice. Making it extra like, obvious. You gotta like, flaunt what, what you got. He's like extra <laughs> obvious from what he just came. Like, from. I don't have right. a lot, but I have this. So. Right? Yeah. <laughs> At first, I thought, okay, he's just kidding. Whatever. My resume speaks for itself. Yes, and it's not my clothes. <laughs> You're hiring <laughs> this guy from yes. this movie. If you hire me, yes. Yeah. You have you seen Mighty Tuck? This is the only thing I've ever been in. So, have you seen that kids love rollerblading now? You're welcome. <laughs> yes. I'm so on brand. <laughs> yes. See, it's like I heard Kale say it, and I was like, okay, maybe he's just joking. Right. But then they asked like Keenan and Kale in a different interview, and Keenan was like, yeah, <laughs> it's like I Pretty came much. in there showing it all off, had my duffel bag with the Mighty Ducks on it, and everything. Something to be said for it. And so it worked out though. That's funny. Um, okay, so we, even though we're talking about Keenan and Kale, we're gonna start with all that. It all begins with all that mm-hmm. because it all begins with all that. So all that is what leads to the Keenan and Kill show, and all that is what leads to Good Burger the movie and all of that. So I want to talk a little bit about all that um, because I just it was so much a part of my childhood growing up because it was a part of Snick at Night and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And what night did this come on? Saturday. Saturday, Saturday night. So while y'all are watching this, I'm watching Walker Texas Ranger because that's the only thing that was good look, on Saturday. Hey. Look. <laughs> I watched some Walker, Texas mm-hmm. Ranger. My parents were huge Walker, Texas Ranger and Nash Bridges fans. And I think I was a little young to be watching both those shows, but they let me watch them anyway. The and I saw some Ranger things in some are stuff. Upon you. Anything you do, he's going to see. What was the other one? <laughs> when you're in Texas, look behind you. We watched. That's where Rangers going to be. Going to be. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do the whole thing. <laughs> 
We watched that and Dr. Quinn met some more. Oh, Dr. Quinn met some more. Oh, Sully. They also had that early edition where like, the paper would predict, predict the future that mm. came on before Dr. Quinn. But yes. And, and the cat. He had a cat. Mm. Yeah, and a cat. Yes, he had a cat. Yes. Mm. You basically just listed every single show my mother watched in the <laughs> 90s. Pretty much the CBS Saturday Night lineup. So her mother's in the other room <laughs> with you while That's we're right. watching yeah. this. <laughs> Lisa's so. like, yes, let's watch early edition. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Okay. So, yes. All, so, all that was part of the lineup for Saturday Night Snick at Night on Nickelodeon that rotated out throughout the mid to late 90s. That it would include Keenan and Kel. It included Are You Afraid of the Dark? It included um, Clarissa Odd, like, Explains It All. Clarissa Explains It All. I thought Odd, the Real Amanda Monsters. show and stuff got put on there later as she got bigger too. Yes. And so it, it sort of transitioned with what whatever was very popular at that time. They would show the newest episodes on Saturday mm-hmm. nights. Okay. So all that is an American sketch comedy television series created by Brian Robbins and Mike Tolan. The series originated um, on Nickelodeon and it started in April of 1994 and ran all the way through October of 2005. It lasted 10 seasons. Um, They Mm -hmm. did just reboot it last year with a lot of the original cast producing and starring in their old roles, but with a newer, main, younger cast. Mm -hmm. And um, Robbins pitched the idea of creating a kid version of Saturday Night Live. So you were right, Eric. It is basically SNL for kids. Mm -hmm. Yay. Um, he brought Tolan and Schneider, who was also a head writer, along to help develop the show. And the three were influenced by classic sketch shows such as The Carol Burnett Show, You Can't Do That on Television, and Laugh-In. And they began to flesh out um, rough ideas for the show's format. And they did, like um, Kyle was talking about, they did sort of an all-call around-the-country mm-hmm. talent call for the cast members. The series features original short comedic sketches and weekly musical guests aimed towards a young audience. Um, as a side note, I sort of discovered this when I was trying to look up all of the, the genesis of the show. The original All That featured hip-hop and R&B artists at a time in which doing so was rare on kids' channels. The musical guest in the first season included TLC, who actually performed the theme song. So they're like, all, all that. That's mm-hmm. TLC. Nice. And then Brandy and Aaliyah and Usher, yeah, <laughs> were also <laughs> musical guests. Uh, it sketches parody contemporary culture and are performed by a large and varying cast of child and teen actors. One of the more memorable, memorable things about all that for many viewers was the diverse cast. So in 1994, the original seven-person ensemble of kids and teen comedians had three black members and a Latina member. That's pretty good. Which I thought was really cool. Absolutely. And Jermaine um, Fowler, who is a current producer of the newest iteration of all that, which started last year... Um, he grew up watching the show and said it was the first time he saw kids like him doing sketch comedy on TV. That's awesome. And then Nickelodeon ended up doubling down on that diversity when they pulled Keenan and Kel out of all that mm-hmm. and gave them their own show. Thompson and Mitchell were the first black stars of a Nickelodeon sitcom, which nice. I thought was pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um, So it started with Mitchell and Thompson joking around on the set of all that, which caught the attention of producers, including the main producer of Keenan and Kel, who was Kim Bass, who's actually a a black male, by the way. I was like, I'm Kim Bass. You're expecting a female. A female. I work Um, with a Kim. Right. So I just Jordan Johnson's dad. Yes. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Um, But anyway, during a hiatus, they ended up, for all that, they ended up pulling them, and um, they filmed the pilot for Keenan and Kill. So let's talk about all that for a hot second before we get into Keenan and Kill. Cool. What, Kyle? Yes. <laughs> what are some of your favorite 
sketches from all that? Um, well, I had a bunch of different characters. Let me see. I wrote some of them down. We've already decided that Eric is Coach Creighton. Yes, Coach Creighton is number one on my list, or at least um, right there Coach near the Creighton. top. Eric has officially seen one video now of one. Coach Creighton, yeah. and it's from it the new All That. Hilarious. And it's still great. Uh, Everyday French with Pierre Escargo. Yes. It's something that's hilarious that I feel like you would like as well, Eric. Uh, it's literally Keenan Thompson in a bathtub with flippers on, a rain jacket, and he and pretends a rubber, a rubber ducky, and he pretends that he's French. And so he'll say something in French, and then he will repeat it in English with like the subtitle written out of what he actually said. Yes. And it was always random things. Yeah. So like one of them, he would say French, and then he said, um, why is there peanut butter in my belly button? Yes. <laughs> and it's always random things like that. It was never like serious, like you're not learning right. French here. Right. And I was listening, because as a kid, I didn't know, so I just assumed everything. But I was listening to a thing as well, whenever he was talking about that character, like he loved doing that character. And they wanted him to learn French. They were like, you need to learn French to do this. And he's like, no, it'll be funnier if I'm just saying words that aren't French anyway. Right. So literally everything he's saying is not French either. Like there, there may be some random words that just right. got lucky. But there was something he was saying because I was watching, you know, some of the greatest hits or whatever. And he was like, blah, blah, blah. It's a madre. And then he's like something about his mother. And I was like. Well, maybe that was. And it's like, no, he just got lucky and said Madre. <laughs> yes. Spanish. Like, yeah. You could tell he kind of somewhat thought some things through. But yes. no, he then did he, not. Then he was always like, ha, ha, ha. Yes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like, why is the Alpha Tower full of cheese? Yeah. <laughs> 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 it was like, this is, so it's called Everyday French with Pierre Escargot. Yes. <laughs> You're wow. supposed to be learning French. Oh, man, that was funny. Um, I don't know. There was so many. There's Super Dude who came in pretended yes. to be a superhero. Who his one weakness was he was lactose intolerant. That's literally how I learned about lactose intolerant. Though. Wow. Yeah. As a kid, I didn't know. And there was, I can't remember the girl's name right now, but there was this one actress that she was in every scene, I feel mm -hmm. like. Mm -hmm. And because all of a sudden, like, he would be winning or stopping a bank robbery. And then all of a sudden, the villain is a milkman, like, who comes out and he's oh, a milkman. Josh Silver's a milkman. And then the girl would shout and, like, Oh no, super dude's lactose intolerant. He can't handle milk or like something along he those would lines. Throw like cheese and ice cream at him, yes. and he would just be like, "Oh no, cheese." My one weakness. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> this uh, is taking me back to when we were talking about goosebumps a couple of weeks mm -hmm. ago, and you had the um, the, um, the 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 weird um, episode where you had the superhero facing the um, yes. The galloping, no, it was the galloping gazelle versus the masked mutant. The masked mutant. Whose one weakness was like acid or something. Yes. <laughs> but he could shapeshift to anything. Yes, just not liquids. Yes, just not liquids. Yes. yes. Um, <laughs> oh, I no, like I'm liquid now. <laughs> there's this big part of it that I wish I could just sit Eric down for like three hours and just watch uh -huh. YouTube clips. Uh -huh. And it's not a matter of learning Eric. It's just a matter of this is just hilarious, even yes. still to this point. Which is good because I feel like sometimes there's, we've talked about it, you got to go back and watch some things with your nostalgic goggles and be like, oh, you know, this was fun because I was a kid when this happened. But a lot of this is just still funny stuff. It still stuff. holds up. It's still funny comedy. Oh, yeah. Uh, as a kid, I did not appreciate Lori Beth um, Denberg. Um, Dem Lori Beth Denberg, I think. Yes, yeah. I did not appreciate her enough. And oh, I know this man. is more so about Kenan and Kel, but she played Vital Information where yes. she was at a news desk. And she would fiddle around with a prop and then say some random fact or information that yes. is not important at all. It and it's definitely their take on Weekend Update. Yes, yeah. exactly. And she had like signs behind her that mm -hmm. would say like, 
you know, cats don't cats don't actually like milk or something. Yeah. Like just random stuff behind her. And she would be like, chocolate plus milk equals chocolate milk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so we have like a, something to put in the background when we get the studio mm-hmm. finished. Yes. Just a chalkboard with ra- a random like vinyl yes, information. Great, yeah. Yes. Um, she yeah. also was the loud librarian where kids would be in the library and randomly like whisper something and then she would start shouting at the top of her lungs about how this is a library. You can't do that here. There's random scenes where she would be working out with giant dumbbells and making mm-hmm. tons of noise, you know, playing with loudspeakers, sharpening tons of pencils, uh, like anything. She had a pinball machine yes. in the library mm-hmm. one time where she was like, you need to be quiet. And it was like, bing, bing, bing. <laughs> <laughs> Kel was, um, not Kel, Keenan played a character. Uh, he was a principal. Uh, oh, yeah. Principal. Pimpels. Something Bane. Pimpel. Pimpel, yes. And he had a giant pimple on his forehead. That would throb. That as he, he got, got more angry. excited, it would start throbbing <laughs> and stuff. As a kid, that kind of grossed me out. Like, But now, you know, I had this moment. Hilarious. Um, obviously, Good Burger was a major one that yeah. came from this mm-hmm. because it was this, and then they made a movie based off of that. Um, I never, like I said, we're sticking to them. Ask Ashley was Amanda Bynes' kind of her deal. But it was mm-hmm. just hilarious when she would get letters and she'd be some sweet little girl in her bedroom like reading letters from fan mail or questions like, Ashley, you know, what, you know, my grandma's not doing this or whatever. And she's like, oh, that's so funny. That's because our grandma is like starts yelling yes. at because it would be dumb things. Mm-hmm. And then she would just go way overboard yelling at them. My favorite one was like, because probably because my name was Ashby. Yeah. But mm-hmm. Dear Ashley was my favorite mm-hmm. skit probably. That's almost my name. <laughs> right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so there was one where it was like, Dear Ashley, every day when I get ready for school, I jump out my window to like to go to school. Mm-hmm. And so far, I've broken my legs four times. What should I do? And she's like, well, use the freaking stairs. <laughs> the stairs, you idiot. Yes. I really do. Like, I'm excited at some point just to sit with Eric and be like, oh, we're not going to the movies. We're actually just watching all that, like, random clips from YouTube now. Yeah. It's like, I'll meet you at the movie. No, actually, I'll go pick you up. That's Mm -hmm. right. Don't worry about it. I brought the popcorn. We're watching this now. That's right. Uh, You say that, though, and it makes me think of this whole SNCC experience for me as a kid Um, because it was a Saturday night thing. It wasn't just a one show. It was a big thing. They had, like, I want to say they had, like, a theme song for SNCC, like, kind of letting you know the hour's here, like, yeah. it's starting. Yeah. Um, the big orange couch was a big SNCC thing where it was in all of the commercials, all of the stuff. Like, there was this giant orange couch that was made for that show or, like, for that night. Um, and then I just remember, like, you would get your snacks together, mm-hmm. especially at my cousin's house. Like, if I was spending the night with them, like, everything shut down. Like, if you're playing video games or whatever, but SNCC came on and you stopped. Yeah. You came in, you turned the lights off, you all sat down, had snacks, and, like, watched all of SNCC or whatever. Um, and especially for this, because it hits you like, you know, it stopped in 2005, so it kind of at least grew with you a little bit. Mm-hmm. So maybe you grew out of cartoons, but this was funny stuff. And they still had, like, like you said, they had, you know, entertainment and musical artists that were, especially like being a young white kid, I didn't listen to hip hop often for my mom. Obviously, it was not a choice. We listened to oldies, but it opened my life up to a style of music I'd never heard before. Right. Um, or at least not in, in a way that it was presented for me to get into type deal. It's not that you overheard it somewhere else. But. Right. So what I'm hearing is y'all just had like the best weekends ever. Because like my weekend highlight was TGIF. But y'all had like another night of it. Yes. <laughs> on yes. Nickelodeon. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. I would, I would get so excited because of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Mm-hmm. And so I would get through all that and Keenan and Kel and then Are You Afraid of the Dark would come on and I knew every single time it was going to scare me. Mm-hmm. And I was so excited, excited to be it. terrified, you know, because Are You Afraid of the Dark was legitimately mm-hmm. scary. 
And I just, Saturday nights on Nickelodeon were awesome. Yeah. I've left out two characters that okay. I really liked. Well, okay. technically three. They, Keenan and Kel both played two old men called Mavis and Clavis. Yes. And they talked about how they became, I was listening to something, and they said that they kind of created those characters. They were mm-hmm. sitting together. And even on the show, like the same way Saturday Night Live is with all that, they still allowed the kids to like write as well and like turn that in and like kind of work together to produce some of the stuff. So they were allowed to be free and have ideas too. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just they were there and told to do everything. Um, but they started working together and thought about funny ways. And so they're just two old men that come walking in with canes. And it reminds me part of like the two old men from the Muppets that kind of complain about things. But at the same time, like, they're also hip and they dance a lot. They love music. So like they get into all these things and there's old men with canes dancing and everything else. But they're also, it's, it shows that old men tactic of them being old men and we can do things because we're smart and we're old and we just do whatever. And they like show up to a shop class and they're talking junk to the kids. It's like, oh, we can build whatever. And then like two seconds later, they're like, oh my God, you built a brand, like a whole new car. And they, there's like some old Chevy Camaro sitting there. And it's like sparkling and stuff. And it's like, you build that in, in like 45 minutes in shop <laughs> class with the wood. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, don't just open. And they start dancing <laughs> and stuff. And like, I don't know, to see that, to see, they also were often in the crowd interacting and they introduced yes. all the musical yeah. guests and the shows. But another one that Kale played was Repair Man, 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 Man. Literally, if you got something <laughs> I love broke, Repairman. he's going to show up and yes. he's going to fix it. I love his superhero outfit as well. It's literally some overalls with a giant R on there, maybe a cape. I don't remember a tool belt, but he comes in. I watched an episode today where he came in, and the family's like, "Oh no, our VCR's broke!" And like the parents are telling their kids, "They're like, oh no, what are we gonna do?" And it's like, "We need to call repair man." And you hear some loud booming sound, and he comes falling through the ceiling, and then the little girls are like. Okay, and he's like, I'm repair man, man. I can fix anything. He's like, well, starting with the hole you just made in our ceiling. No, I can't repair that. But, <laughs> and as he's trying to fix the VCR, he literally smashes the television on the ground. He said, now here, hold this while I fix it. And he starts beating the VCR with a hammer until like the tape comes out all shredded up. He's like, oh, here's your problem. You just needed to rewind it. Like all sorts of issues. But it's one of those things. He's fixing things by destroying everything. Yeah. Um, yes. And says repair man, 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 a whole lot. So yeah. I don't know. That's just some of my favorite. Uh, I don't want to steal the whole show. Like, how about you guys? Obviously, Eric, jump in. Like, I like Keenan. Yeah, it's Eric, funny. jump in. What, what's your I like Keenan. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't have a problem with Kel. <laughs> you just don't know <laughs> enough about him well, yet. That's right. I haven't really. That, that's got, fair. That's I haven't fair. gotten used to Kel yet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I sort of have all like very similar. All that. Like, I remember. You literally took took every one of hers. I didn't take. Uh, the inconvenience store. Yeah, I didn't take that one. Or vital information. <laughs> vital. Information. I did take vital information. Never mind. Um, just the inconvenience. I was just going through this list that Ashby's already prepared, and I just added one or two as that's, well. That's what fair. he that's does, fair. he steals mm-hmm. your that's list. Mm-hmm. So I actually was looking at videos, and there was one on YouTube where Kel goes through his favorite characters. Mm-hmm. And so Coach Creighton was at the top, Ed, but then also Lump. Do you remember oh. Lump? He was like the stupid. He, his Lump. answer for everything is Jupiter. Yeah, um, and then Mavis and Clavis, and then Repair Man Man. So Man Man. But I loved I loved Ask Ashley. That was definitely mm. one of my favorites because of my name. And then I really loved Everyday French. Mm. I remembered that. And then Vital Information. I thought Vital Information was hilarious. So. And you were watching like we showed Eric one video from the new All That before this started. Yes. And there's a, a, a character we haven't mentioned, but it's the Big Ear of Corn. 
that yes. literally is a giant prop, but it's a character. Everyone the loved of the big ear of corn. Yes. That came from the original one in the 90s, everything else. Like it was always a cast member. I remember as they were talking, I don't know, somebody on Instagram I follow was like in, I think it's the guy that played, that would come in and pretend to be the stagehand guy that was like, you got five minutes, five yes. minutes, everybody. Yeah. Um, I think it was Kevin, was what they called him. Uh, but on Instagram, he showed shared some picture probably a couple of years ago. But it was the giant ear of corn was still in the props, like at Nickelodeon Studios or whatever. And he was like, had took a picture with it. And it's crazy to see so many people went crazy about it because it's literally just a giant prop of a giant ear of corn. Yes. But as a child, for some reason, that just stuck with you so hilariously. Like the same way that we probably look at kids now, and it's like, why is that a big deal for you? Like, right, ear of corn, whatever. But like. The same way you see it now, and there's right. like a nostalgic moment about it that's the big ear of corn. Here's uh, talking about the big ear of corn, like what you find funny as a kid versus what you find funny as an adult. And it, I think it's still, you know, the big ear of corn. Like maybe as an adult, I'm kind of like, why did I think that was so funny? Mm-hmm. But for the most part, when I've gone back and watched scenes mm-hmm. from all that, and even Keenan and Kel, it's hilarious. Yes. Like even. As an adult, like I was watching some of those things at work on my lunch break and just like crying. I was laughing so hard to the point where one of my colleagues was like, are you, are you okay? Because it just, it like, I feel like that kind of humor just. Sorry, fixed your mic. It's fine. Um, <laughs> by that kind by of, breaking it. I'm by, yeah. by making loud noises. Prepare, man, 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 man. Yes. Man, 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 man. Yeah. Uh, I can fix it, but not, not your mic. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just feel like that kind of humor transitions mm-hmm. really well. You know, it's just because I thought, okay, well, now that they have all that 2019 and there's a younger cast that they've brought in um, to reach, you know, kids, Gen Z or whatever. Mm. But they have some of the old cast members come in to produce, but also to reprise their roles and Mm. sort of like usher in the newer cast, the younger cast. I thought, well, you know, I probably don't find this funny anymore because whatever was funny about it as a kid, like I just it won't it won't translate, but it really does. Yeah. It's still hilarious. That's one thing I was noticing, because after you shared a video with me and Eric about the new all, all that, it's, I'd heard that they were going to do it. I didn't realize it was out already. So I've gone and watched multiple episodes now, and the stuff's still funny. Yeah. Like, and it's done in a way where, like you say, you obviously have the older characters that come back that you kind of in your nostalgic moments, but those characters are still just funny because it's funny, not because it's nostalgic. Mm-hmm. But then even the new scenes with the new kids, it's bringing them along. Right. And doing their own thing. They don't fully rely. They're not just some background cast to these old characters. Um, same way, I keep referring back to listening to things, but I was really trying to dig in because Kenan and Kel, especially Kenan, until the last few years, really wasn't any social media. Like, he didn't do anything. Right. Um, I think he said something along the lines. He was looking at doing a book or whatever, and he was putting it out there to companies, and a lot of companies were really kind of lowballing him on it because they're like, well, your social media presence, like you don't have social media. Right. And he didn't realize, like, well, How okay. How important that was. Yeah. And so he started doing that. And Kale's been more active on it. But um, so I was listening to some of their stuff, and they were talking about with this show, it's been great for them because they've been able to come in and meet with the kids. Like they've taken time as producers, as just talent in general, meeting with the kids, talking with them about this is some things you're going to go through now that you're a kid star, that these things are going to happen. Right. Here's some, you know, some stuff. They were like, you know, support we didn't have like coming through that age. In the yeah. same way, Kenan and Kel's parents have come in and talked with the kids' parents because at that age, a lot of the kids, their parents are there on set with them. Right. Um, and so some of the parents, their parents have come along to talk to the new parents to give them some guidance and wisdom. Uh, and a lot of it, Kenan was talking about the fact too is, this is still their thing. Like they don't want to come in and steal the thunder off of this. Like this is just kind of 
ushering in a new generation and being part of it to help this and support them to continue to do amazing things on their own. And it's cool to see how supportive they are of the cast. Like it's not, yeah. they're talking about like, you know, there's seven kids of theirs pretty much because it's something they were a part of, but now they're helping these other seven kids to continue this on this legend of something. Um, but I don't know, it was cool to see just how supportive they are of the actual cast and making sure it's known for its new newness as well. But either way, it still holds up. I think it's awesome, and I will definitely continue to watch now that I've started watching. Cool, cool. Yeah, I think I'm definitely going to watch the new All That because it looks hilarious. A lot of stuff disappoints, I feel like. If you, if you come back, not not right. this show, but a lot of stuff they bring back from our childhood, they're only aiming at the nostalgic part of it. Right. Um, I feel like there's part of that, like, uh, was it Fuller House or whatever? Yeah. I started watching it. I haven't watched the last season, and there's part of it I'm going to just because I'm going to finish this out. Right, yeah, same. But, I'm only on season one of yeah. Fuller House. And it's one of those things that at first it was really awesome because they were doing it. And then the next part was like, okay, this isn't just as great. Like, it's not horrible. It's not right. bad. But it's just like it doesn't hit you the same way as the nostalgic thing does right. versus how all that is, how they're doing it, right. where it's a new show with new spins on it, new funness, and new things. But there's enough of the oldness, like old stuff to it to right. like so like bring you along. Girl Meets World. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah, Girl which Meets was World. Also I did too. Yeah. Also <laughs> I, I'm a little upset they shut it down after three seasons. Sean ages so well. Yes. That boy will always just be like, Chef's kiss. That's yes. That's, <laughs> that, 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 like, that's where we were going to go with hashtag this. goals. That's exactly hashtag what we goals, were going to yes. say. Chef's kiss. Hashtags writer strong. Uh, yes. Writer strong. Strong. <laughs> strong. Mm. Cool. So, um, what tell, were we talking about? <laughs> tell me about uh, Kenan and Kellen. So that's all that. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's all that. And now, I, so I got that part right. All that was kids S and mm-hmm. Correct. Kenan and Kel. You take this one because I did a whole lot of talking. I wrote in the he script, does that. Kyle talks for 30 minutes. Yes. Um, okay, so I already talked about kind of how all that brought forward, like, the comedic duo of Keenan and Kel. Mm-hmm. So they got their own show, and that show ran from 1996 to 2000. Um, once again, talking about sort of bringing in the the lesser known to maybe kids who were watching uh, Nickelodeon, R&B, and rap, mm-hmm. they had an, a theme song that was written for them by Coolio. Mm-hmm. Called Aw, Here It Goes. Love Coolio. And it was right after Coolio had gotten pretty famous for Gangster Paradise. Um, nice. He also had a great song on the Space Jam soundtrack. Right. Number two. Is it Coolio or LL Cool J? No, it's Coolio. It's, it's Coolio. Coolio. They yeah. both got, they both were there. Yes. The performers. No, Sorry. it was Coolio. You're right, it was Coolio. Coolio. Right. Um, and then, so episodes open and close. So here's the thing about Keenan and Kel is it's, is not quite sketch, but it's very similar to sort of the other um, sitcoms of the time where there was, you know, obviously a live audience. Mm-hmm. It was written by writers. I know that's mm-hmm. hard to believe. That's how things go. Sorry, I'm still thinking about Sean from Boy Meets World. <laughs> yeah. Let me get, let it's me like, get, on, let me get my mind back. It was not written it. by writer, but writers. <laughs> right, I'm sorry. Um, but they did something a little differently where at the beginning and end of every episode, Keenan and Kel would come out to the audience in front of a curtain that was hiding the soundstage. And they would remain in character 
and do a short bit about the episode that you were about to see and then afterwards the episode that you had just seen. Okay. Which was, I think, I've never really seen anything Mm -mm. like that. Because even shows recorded in front of a live studio audience, you just see the show. Mm -hmm. You don't see the audience. You don't see the actors interact with the audience necessarily. So it was kind of like fourth wall breaking a little bit. Because they were also not doing it as Keenan Thompson and Kel Mitchell. They were doing it as Keenan and Kel from the show. And th- that was a little different. They were... Keenan Rockmore and Kel Kimball. Kel Kimball, right. And it sounds a little confusing, like it, thinking through it now. Yes. As a kid, it, it never like crossed my mind. And even watching some of the episodes, like it flows so well. So they're just there, and they're still performing. They're just who they are. And you, you buy into what they're about right. to do even more. Right. But it doesn't cross your mind. Like Once the show starts, you're fully... This is a real life thing for them now. Like it's not right. they're performing for you. Like I don't know. It's it's different in how, like you say, they're not the actors out front being like, "Hey, we're about to do a great show today based on this." Like, right. It's yeah. just one big continuation. So what would happen is Kel would never know what they were about to get into, mm-hmm. and Keenan would refuse to tell him. He just had some kind of scheme, and so what would happen is they would they would go through sort of like the the scheme like Keenan would be like okay we're, we're gonna need this we're gonna need this we're gonna need this and he would give him like an assorted items and tell him to like meet him somewhere and then he'd walk off and Kel would just kind of be like ah here it goes you know mm-hmm. <laughs> which is where that catchphrase mm-hmm. came from and the Coolio song mm-hmm. um so the show is responsible for other catchphrases like who loves orange soda Kel yeah. loves orange soda so we have some orange soda mm-hmm. with us today that we're drinking while we Record. I love how you did the Nickelodeon colors as well. Like yes. it's orange and green. So great job, Eric. Thank you, Food Line. Yeah. For having seventy-four cent uh, two-liter bottle of soda That's that right. matches. Great the choice. Promo colors. code what? Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Hashtag the what? <laughs> I wish that the bit had like a better story, but really, it, like I couldn't find any, you know, like serious behind the scenes. Like this is where this came from. It just says that it was a collaboration between showrunner Dan Schneider and, and Mitchell mm-hmm. Kill Mitchell. They just came up with the whole thing. Like I'm gonna really love orange soda, mm-hmm. and they definitely played it up. Well, we have loved our orange soda tonight. It has it's 52 grams so of much, sugar. It's more sugar than I have. And it's the most have. sugar I've had in a drink <laughs> in over six months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to um, be yeah. jazzed to be alive tonight when I'm supposed to be sleeping mm-hmm. instead. I'm hoping I get knocked out early. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so what's interesting, I thought, is the show is set in Chicago, uh, which is where Kel is from. Mm-hmm. Kel's mm-hmm. from, yeah. And they play Keenan Rockmore and Kel Kimball. They're a pair of high school students who go on several misadventures, which usually occur as a result of Keenan devising some kind of scheme, which is often foiled um, by Kel's nonsense. Um, Keenan obviously plays the series kind of straight man and Kel's the comedic foil. That's me. Yeah. I'm in love with bottles of orange soda. (laughs) Yeah. So the duo's popularity and the fame of the All That Good Burger skit also led after the first season of the show to the 1997 cult classic full-length movie of the same name, Good Burger. And see, I never saw the movie, but I remember the movie because of that one line that everyone mm-hmm. would quote in middle school. Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, You know, more than you really thought you did. That's literally all I know is, is that. But... Mm-hmm. Of course, I would just laugh along. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. hilarious. <laughs> what? I think back, to, <laughs> but that perfectly describes it. Though. Like the vibe you got off of those type of things from our childhood. Mm-hmm. There's so many of those things that as kids, we would literally go to the pool or we would go to school or wherever else. And we would just repeat lines like this all oh, day yeah. long. 
for nonstop. Sure. And I still do it as a 33-year-old. It's okay. <laughs> it's just part of who we are. Yes. It's part of the cultural zeitgeist, guys. It's who we are. I didn't realize, because, you know, obviously the whole Good Burger thing came from the skit, but uh, but the movie, because it was a full-length movie, really it had to have a plot, and it like built upon a lot of things. So there were things that I thought were all that central mm-hmm. that were from the movie, like the... Um, I'm a dude. He's a dude. She's a dude. We're all dudes. Yeah, We're all yeah. Dudes. that's a we have song. A new catchphrase. Like I that's thought song, that was actually. a oh, catchphrase. Well, it, it is a catchphrase, it but is. it's from a song. But I thought that was from the mm-hmm. all that skit, and it's not. It's from the Good Burger movie, mm-hmm. which was interesting. So okay. Well, there's random things like that too. Not like break in, but Keenan on the skit on the show just played Lester Oates construction worker, which yes. he came in. It was another great character. Yes. I've only met. I used to have a guy that I had to call weekly at work, and he was a warehouse guy in another state named Lester. And all <laughs> I could think about was Lester Oates, construction worker. Like, and I would right. laugh about that. And Justin Fawcett was like, "I don't know what you're laughing yeah, at." Yeah, what's buddy. so funny? But <laughs> I'm going <and>, Lester. <laughs> yes, but he, you know, on the show, that's all he was. But right. in the movie, they give Keenan another role where he becomes an employee, a good worker. Right. Like he's a coworker. Right. Yeah. And so he has, as a teenager now, not dressed as a grown man. Right. It's, you know, a construction worker. So they change that up some, but, you know, and they really just expound upon the restaurant itself and everything else that goes along with it. Yeah. So it is the random things that change up, but honestly, it's it's something I realize now, but as a kid, like right. that, it made no sense. Like, I didn't yeah. think nothing about that. Right. Yeah. But Well, so the next part is talking about mm-hmm. things from the show and from the movie. I combine mm-hmm. them. That's since fine. Since they're both yeah, kind yeah. of Keenan and Kel. So, and also... I I miss this is what happens when you're a kid because you remember things but then you're like wait a second that's not actually mm. how it was at all so I thought the it's the Mandela effect make sure you talk to the microphone yeah sort <laughs> of the Mandela effect so I go. thought that um, the last like three episodes of the last season of Keenan and Kel were almost like a feature length movie it was like 70 minutes and it was called two heads are better than none mm. and it was almost like a ghost story episode i thought that was a standalone movie mm-hmm. i didn't realize that was part of the show until i was looking up the episodes of the show and they were listed as episodes and i was like wait a second wait a second <laughs> <laughs> like i thought it was a mary kate and ashley thing yeah, where yeah, they yeah. were getting their own movies individual small movies right and that so you were <laughs> watching um larry vaughn's french class <laughs> yes <laughs> exactly or if you had spanish one with them spanish one right mm-hmm. so in spanish you would watch Mary Kate and Ashley in Passport Paris, to Paris mm-hmm. yeah. as you do. Winning London. Yes. Yes. We watched that too. Yes. Oh my goodness. Bless. <laughs> good times. Anyway, so. We did not watch Good Times actually. <laughs> Different show altogether. <laughs> I can't believe I took Spanish one with him. I learned nothing. Nothing. We learned more Spanish from him than we did our Spanish yes. two teacher. <laughs> George A. Rand. Oh man. <laughs> I think the only thing I learned is that like it's totally cool to get on the back of a moped of a boy in a foreign country that you've never met. Totally safe. Not I was, frowned upon at all. I was Michael Thompson's father and I gave him a watch. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. And then I asked him wow. what it said. He's like, I don't know. What does it say? He's like, I don't know. I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> I just remember Larry Vaughn in that class. Sorry to like turn this that way, but. He, you had to be a, a name, a Spanish name. You had to pick a new name. I was Enrique. Well, see, Kyle doesn't translate in no, Spanish. No, doesn't. <laughs> so I had a list I was kind of looking at, and I was like, oh, Daniel will be cool. Like, I'll take Daniel. And then all of a sudden, class starts. As you've filled it, I, like you've chosen. Like You can't, no going back. He's like, okay, Danielle, come on. And I'm just like, wait a sec. I didn't choose <laughs> no, Danielle. that's not what I meant. And that's course, not what I said. Of course, like a ninth grader like, coming in, <laughs> trying to high school, trying to figure out everything in the world. 
been called right. Daniel. That's, that's not what I said at all. It's Daniel. Pronounce it right. No, Danielle in Spanish. Come on. I like, started learning Enrique Iglesias songs. Yes. <laughs> so one of my friends from college, she, her name's Sheila. Oh, she Sheila. Mm-hmm. And she Gotta had a Spanish class that was the same thing where the, mm-hmm. the teacher was going to decide what he, she was going to call mm-hmm. you, you know, by your Spanish name or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so she decided that Sheila was going to be Chela. And so mm-hmm. every day at the start of class when she took role, she would say like, Daniel, yes. You know, yeah, like you're yeah. here. Mm-hmm. You know, like Enrique, yes. Mm-hmm. And See? so she'd be like, Chela, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> It's so funny to listen to her tell that story because she was also kind of like, Sheila. My name's Sheila. Pronounce it right. Right. (laughs) I got friends in here. I'm trying to make friends in here. Sheila, yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The only other, I know Michael was Miguel. The only other person I remember is uh, Allison's sister, Jenna, was Guadalupe. Yes. I see it, honestly. Mm -hmm. I see it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Lupe for short. (laughs) Lupe for short. Oh, man. Anyhow. So, okay. So, Keenan and Kel, the show. This is sort of like a lot of things from my childhood where I get a general feeling and not a specific memory. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I'm so, like, when yeah, I actually like, started to go watch the show, it was kind of like Goosebumps, mm-hmm. where the idea of watching it gave me, like, this warm-hearted, mm-hmm. like, this is going to be awesome, I remember this. And then I start watching it, and I'm like, I have no memory of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, there's Ryan Gosling. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's certain episodes that I remember parts of because yes. it's like I think of Kenan and Kel and I automatically think of the line that I put the tune or put the screw in the tuna. Yes, because there's a whole episode of like Kenan eating tuna. Put the screw. Yes, in the tuna. <laughs> Just quick synopsis: Kenan's eating tuna out of a can, yeah. and all of a sudden he swallows a screw. Oh no! And coughs it up. I think he coughs it up. Yeah. But then he goes to sue the tuna company. Yes. And they That's get called as, Luna Tuna. Yes, by the way, Luna Tuna. Best name ever, yes. Luna Tuna. They get as far as a courtroom where Kale is on the stands. That they literally have defeated these people, and Kale's up there at the very end, and Kale breaks. And turns out Kale was the one that accidentally dropped the screw in the tuna as they were getting food prepared. <laughs> yeah. And he just starts screaming, I dropped a screw in the tuna. <laughs> he like he crawls over, over the judge's stand. He's like holding on to the judge. Crying. Don't take me. Don't. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like he just loses it. Yes. And it's just like Kel at his most like he said that they kept doing it and every time they would be like, take it further, take mm-hmm. it and just letting him like use his you know, like spatial comedy mm-hmm. to it, you know? And so he just like moves around the courtroom. Like he grabs one of the jurors and like yes. shakes them. And he's like, I put this guy in And he just loses it. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. That's a really good episode. We didn't bring it up so much, but we t- we've mentioned it. But Kale was much more of a physical comedian. Yes. Whereas yes. the same way you see that a lot where he's crawling all over people. He's like, I'm sure he's super flexible because he falls on all sorts of ways and gets right back up. Right. One of the funniest things, and go back to all that a little bit, and I think it happened in Keenan and Kel too, was how often they use dummies. Yes. It's like all of a sudden very unrealistic things. Right. Yeah. But they didn't hide it. But yeah, they didn't hide it. It was very obvious that it was a dummy. Like, And they just put it in there and left it there because that was part of the humor with it. But even with Keenan and Kel as it goes on into their own show, there's so much more of that how they kind of just grow from what they've seen in all that, where Kel is still very much a physical, physical comedian. And Keenan is the brains behind everything, but they put that in a storyline that's not just comedy. Like, because there is, I mean, it's a comedic show, but they continue to grow about family. Because I think a lot more of kind of how, um, like, Boy Meets World, 
where Keenan has a very well secure family at home. He's got a sister and mom and dad, very loving, like being taken care of. You don't really ever see Kale's parents at all. Like I, I'm sure it's mm-hmm. mentioned at some point, briefly, probably, maybe. Yeah. But there's that weird thing where like Keenan's dad like really hates Kale, but he probably same way like family matters where like you know he hates Steve Urkel. Yes. But at the same time, there's a love for him still that's there. Like there's so right. much of that, and so it's a lot of you know the best way to explain to Eric is it's not so much a skit show as it's more of the same way of Family Matters or Women's World or whatever else. There's just the extra humor that you already have that's built upon from this other show that got, it made sense just to throw it in a show. But. Yeah. One of my favorite episodes I do remember was um, they had a dream sequence mm-hmm. and Kel did like singing in the rain, but with orange soda rain. So it was yes. orange rain. And he was like Gene Kelly, like yes. tap dancing. It turned black and white. Or like you could, see the the, <laughs> you could see the rain was orange, but everything else was like black and white. Preposterous, but it was so funny. Yes. <laughs> That sounds hilarious. It was. It was. Because As someone who loves singing in the rain, I won't see mm-hmm. this now. Yeah. At least it, twice. Yes. And he yes. was wearing like the gray suit. Yep. He had the umbrella. Like it was full on. I'm in that same episode. <laughs> the same episode, I think. He, like, because Keenan works at like a grocery store. Um, and so he comes in. Uh, Kel comes in and pretty much hangs out there all the time. Because right. there's a giant like life size bottle of orange soda. Yeah. And it shows Kel coming in and he's like stunned and he's like hugging it. You know, kissing it, everything else. Shaking it up. Shaking it up. And Kenny's like, whoa, 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 don't shake it up, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden he goes to list, like, open it, and all of a sudden orange soda's right. going everywhere. Like, it's, it's right. shook yes. up the drink. And then he starts dan- he starts dancing then, too. Yes. But it's more like Kel dancing and uh-huh. excitement, like, and yeah. there's orange soda yes. running down. And Kel said that he did, like, when he was thinking about, like, what he was going to, like, what dance he was going to do, he said, I just thought about Prince at the end of Purple Rain. Yes. And so I just started, like, touching myself and just, like, dancing in the orange soda. Mm-hmm. And they had let him keep it in there. Mm-hmm. It was hilarious. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So it's Definitely, orange rain. It's okay, a, so that's on my list to check out. For yes. Sure, 100%. It's so funny. And then these girls come behind him, and they're, like, dancing cans of orange soda. Yes. It's fantastic. It's, Y'all it's have sold so me ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. It's really good. So that would, was one of my favorites. I'd move you to Good Burger next in the sense that, honestly, there's something about it that Nickelodeon put out these movies. And as a kid, there's something you still see it and you automatically get a weird feeling, like a warm feeling like you're talking about before. Uh, Nickelodeon would put out these movies you know, once they were you know, out of theaters or whatever else, but they were always, the cassettes were orange. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't have black. They would put orange. The in, Rugrats so. yeah. movie was yes. orange. Yep. And, and so I think of a lot of things like that. There's a stage or a, a time period where they put a lot of movies out, or at least a handful I can think of. But you had Good Burger, you have Snow Day. You don't have that with DVDs now. You don't. Perfect you lose a lot of that. Day. Yeah. Yes. Nothing standing so in you got way. Snow Day, and then you got Harriet the Spy is another yes. one that comes out. And it's like, Harriet the Spy. all of those have, like, where the movie's still good. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, you still probably some little bit of your nostalgic goggles, but you go back and still watch these things. And they hold up where they actually had people that really cared, like, actually working on them. Yeah. And you'll see a lot of some of these characters spin off of these things. You saw Nickelodeon. The same way Saturday Night Live, you have characters like Ghostbusters, you know, from the Ghostbusters wasn't a thing on Saturday Night Live, but still it spun off, you know, Austin Powers, all these other characters that spin Mm -hmm. off of that. And you relate it right back to Saturday Night Live. There's a lot of ways these work. Um, I would totally sit down and watch Good Burger with you and just, I'm not going to lie, as an adult, Mondo Burger is their competition that moves in across the street that makes and sells these giant burgers. And they look amazing. Like, they look amazing, but they look fake. Like, you probably would get sick from eating it. Right. Yes. But, like, but it, the patties are like this. It's like the flashy lights. and it, mm-hmm. you know, It's like when you have something really good to offer, but 
then your competition, it's not that they have a better product, it's that they have better marketing. Mm -hmm. And so it's definitely, it reminded me when I was going back and looking at the trailer for Good Burger, it reminded me a little bit of, um, oh, oh no, oh no, you guys did a whole episode on it. Um, did we? Heavyweights. Oh, yeah, we did a whole so episode like, on heavyweights. So Kenan like, Thompson was in that yes, movie, too. Yes, so the competition for um, Good Burger reminds me a lot of Ben Stiller's character, mm-hmm. where he comes in, he's just, like, flashy, yep. and, you know, but, like, he's like, not good. He's not a nice guy. Like, flashy. I mean, if they're, like, silver, almost, right. like, windsuit type things. Yeah, and the guy has, like, Again, a, a mic, and he Dodge stands Ball. in front. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very Ben Stiller-like. So he's not necessarily, he doesn't have a better product. He's just loud. Um, so anyway, I, so I liked the dancing soda (laughs) rain episode and then the episode that's a two part where Keenan moves. Mm -hmm. So they think that they're going to be separated. It's sad too. Like Sean or like Corey and Topanga. Yes. A long way back from Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so I, I cried. Well, there's the, the final of the first one, the end of the first episodes reminds me a lot of, I think it's the finale of Fresh Prince. Where Will's in the empty house where yeah. there's nothing there. Yes. Kel comes running because there's like this whole emotional scene where they have walkie talkies and they're like, mm-hmm. well, these aren't going to work now that like Ke- yeah. Keenan's moving right. away. He's moving to Montana. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, well, here, you keep them both in case you why? have another friend. Yeah. I mean, just with his dad's storyline or not, why? Yeah. His dad gets a job as a park ranger. No yeah. offense to, okay, that makes sense then. No offense yeah. to our Montana listeners. Yeah. But, oh, none of you. <laughs> but he does like. If you're from Montana and you listen to the show, please email us at what the what media yes. at gmail Attention, so Eric. So we can yes. so I can apologize, apologize to you on the air next mm-hmm. week. Yeah. Um, but they go through that and they're both each like, here you keep it, you know, for right. your new friend that you make. Right. And they're like, no, you keep it. And then they Kale's like, why don't we just eat, each keep them to remember us by? And there's a scene not long after. I don't remember what Kale has made, but he's got a picture picture of something. He's got a picture of the two of them, like blown up and framed that he's going to bring Keenan. He comes running in through the kitchen and he's yelling their name. He's like, Keenan, Keenan. And he runs in. It's an empty living room. There's nothing there. It's obvious they've already left. Mm. And he's still yelling for him, trying to like, you know, come on, where are you, Keenan? Where are you? That's funny. (laughs) Come on out now. Yeah. And it's like so sad because it ends there. And then I remember I was reading or watching some, somebody was talking about watching that one and said, you know, they were just balling because they thought that was the finale of the show and the show was over and right. everything was done. Right. Because you didn't have the internet back then. You didn't, well, you may have technically had the internet, but it wasn't right. what it is now. Yeah. So in my head, mm-hmm. you know, you describing him running into the mm-hmm. room, that, I'm picturing Usher at the beginning of Confessions Part One. It's like, okay, sure. For yeah. real, don't play like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, you serious? You ain't here no more? <laughs> but yeah. How it, you know? <laughs> but it is actually really sad, which it I, is. I think that is peak. 90s, mm-hmm. we had so many shows that were funny until they weren't. Mm-hmm. They toyed with your emotions. Right. And so, like, mm-hmm. you didn't know from one week to another whether are you going to be watching, like, the funny sitcom or are whether it was going to be, be one of those serious or are episodes. You crying? So it was like Full House, Boy Meets World, a Family Matters. A very special Matters. episode. Yes. Right. And yes. so you're like, ha ha ha, wait a second. This is mm-hmm. really sad. Yep. <laughs> it's a truth, so, though. It was like that. But I also, I really liked the. Next season, when they come back and they mm-hmm. get reunited and they can't stop hugging each other, they're mm-hmm. like, Oh, yeah, bro, bro, ha! And then they hug and they're like, No, it's and they break it, it was like, too cool. And then they yeah. get back and they go and back to hugging. And then they go again. back to hugging. And I just thought, I we were so fortunate, I think, that the 90s was the start, I think, of letting 
dudes be friends. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like letting men have intimate friendships. Yes. Yep. Because we had Corey and Sean mm-hmm. and then Keenan and Kel. And it was like, yeah, guys hug. Guys talk about things with guys each other. Guys could say, I love you. Waldo right. and Eddie. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Waldo, Waldo. Yeah. Geraldo. <laughs> Tommy and Chucky. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right, though, because there is that weird stage. And I will say, like, my friend Will Howard, who honestly, just name drop him, he's the one that yep. suggests that we do this. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. He's Thank you, Will. Yeah. Thanks, Will. Will was one of the By first way, ones. Uh, speaking of giving people shout outs, yeah. this show was originally going to be a, an episode called Convince Me. And um, yeah. we got an e- or a Facebook message from Will, who was very complimentary of the show, which mm-hmm. is a great way to get in our you know good graces. That's right, that's right. Which, you know, we grew up with Will, and we love Will. We're listening. Um, but he had a great, great suggestion talking about Keenan Thompson um, mm-hmm. and all of the stuff. So that's where this show kind of derived from was his suggestion. So mm-hmm. we, we do listen to suggestions, ladies and gentlemen. So if you have ideas, um, our schedule... We might have some ideas put on there, but we can move things around. Yeah, sure. absolutely. So thank you, Will, for yeah. bringing up this this topic. Anyway, go ahead. No, no, but Will was a lot like that, where Will was very open. And he was the football player. He was the big dude. But Will, you know, I played in bands with Will, and Will would come up and hug you. And Will would be like, I love you. And you had that little moment of like, you know, is this society says this is not cool or whatever. And you were, I'm going to take your man card because of that. And it's like, Will's the guy that like took the man card, shredded up, and said, you don't need a man card. That's right. Let's move real, forward with Real this. men hug. Yes. Yeah. And so from they that. They also wear pink, I found out. Yes. I grew from that, Facts. though, with Will. And a lot of it, though, because I see my relationship with Will a lot. Like, sitcoms were from our kids and, like, from our childhood. But um, but that taught me something. And the same way, if you hadn't have seen these kids started to do that on television or guys or whatever, you know. I'm not going to say it's the only way, but it definitely was a great start and an impressionable yeah. point in our lives. So It was okay to be friends and not just be macho dudes. Yes. I mean, always trying to outdo the other one. Mm-hmm. So. Right. Yeah, I, I see that. Okay. Yes. Cool. Great. You didn't even see it, and you saw it. Well, That's I right. see it. With yeah, your well, third eye. Th- th- yes. That's right. All knowing. I'm telling you, it's the cultural <laughs> zeitgeist. The <laughs> old zeke. That's our, by the it. way, that's our word, our promo word of the day: cultural zeitgeist. Cultural zeitgeist. <laughs> Which also Keenan mention and this, Kel. and you get twenty percent off your next <laughs> purchase at whatthewhatmedia.com/shop. Yes, <laughs> that'll work someday. Please go to that URL right now, and don't buy it mm-hmm. <laughs> because we want to buy that one. Yeah. <laughs> but I think about Keenan and Kill. That was often a thing on every episode where we would be hanging out. Keenan and Kill would be, and somebody would come in and say, "Like I'm telling you, it's part of the zeitgeist." And they would look at each other and be like, "Zeitgeist, like." And it happened often, like where they were, a big word would be used. Right. They would both be kind of like, oh, yeah, that's my life. I have a question. Then. Okay. Okay. Because I'm listening to what you mm-hmm. just said, and I'm, I'm starting to piece things together now. Okay. Cultural zeitgeist, was that reference on the show, or is she just using that? Because no, of, I'm just. Because she saw it on her Word of the Day toilet paper or something. I don't know what I mean. No, no, no. I'm just. That's like, She's very educated <laughs> compared to you and I. <laughs> I don't think that's necessarily yeah. true at all. No, cultural zeitgeist is like my word. You know how everyone has a word? Mine's cool. I love yeah. that word because it, it, I think it's so relevant in pop culture because a cultural zeitgeist is like a pop culture hive mind. Gotcha. It, it means that something... <laughs> hive mind. Wait a second. How can I put this on a six Explain grade? this to us like we're five. Really? I'm just thinking of exploding bees at this so, point. A hive mind. So you know when something's so popular that everyone knows about it. Yes, like Game of Thrones. Yes, Game mm-hmm. of Thrones I've is in the cultural zeitgeist. I've never seen an episode, guys. but I know exactly what happened because I watched Thompson Shaw. Mm-hmm. Correct. Correct. That's, that's the cultural zeitgeist, <laughs> is when something reaches such a, a level of popularity that, that you can talk about it in a crowd and assume that everyone knows what you're talking about. So, like, the way I would kind of describe it, um, I guess, would be, like, 
your grandmother will know knows what it's about. Right. You know, like maybe to not, cer- not, not in detail, but they've heard but of like it. But like the idea that when when we like when we say all that, even though you've never seen all that, you're like good burger. Yes. Like you know. I know good burger. Everyone I hope knows. I have a good burger. Right. Mm. Yeah. That's Does Wendy's have like beef that. back? Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. I hope. <laughs> I hope so too. <laughs> Promo code Zeitgeist. <laughs> <laughs> I dare what, you. What com slash shop. <laughs> I, if you go through, if you get Wendy's tonight, please record that and we'll put that <laughs> on, on Instagram. Yes, I have, I have a, uh, uh, I'd a, like a, a good discount burger, code. Some good fries. <laughs> I have a discount code, uh, yeah, Zeitgeist. Yeah, 20% off cultural Zeitgeist. Here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right, just give, just give me that. a baconator then. <laughs> no mayonnaise. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, we're out of bacon. Oh, man. No! <laughs> <laughs> what? Not the bacon. No! no. Oh. I had to wait three weeks for you to get <laughs> beef in. Now you're out of bacon. This is terrible. This is the worst. Oh, man. Okay, that's it. I mean, that's everything for me. That's what. Do you have any more? No, as far as can you go, I think it's one of those things that I feel sometimes just gets lumped in together with all the Nickelodeon stuff. Right. But it's definitely a good enough show that it can stand on its own. Like to go back if you to actually like it. It's not something that just was snick and it was just part of it. Like right. it's actually its own thing. No, it was definitely a standout, I think. Mm. I thought it was really funny though. In my final thoughts, I did put there was so Keenan and Kel, once the show ended, they both auditioned for SNL mm-hmm. and Keenan got it, obviously. obviously. Um, and Kel admits to his audition, he did not do a very mm. good audition and they sort of went their separate ways. And I think that was taken as like, they're not friends anymore and it ended badly. And you know, one mm-hmm. of them's mad at the other one. And I don't think it was that at all. I think they just sort of, you know, you grow apart. They mm-hmm. took two different paths. Right. And when you're not working together, it's, mm-hmm. it's hard to keep up with one another. Absolutely. Um, but Kel kept on, he was producing, he was, you know, acting still, he was doing a lot of things. He just wasn't as prevalent mm-hmm. in you know popular media mm-hmm. and so it was interesting there was a 2013 article from the Atlantic called whatever happened to Kel from Keenan and Kel as explained by Kel because there was an internet rumor that he died yes I remember that. and so he had to like be like I'm still alive mm-hmm. I didn't die and so they talked in that about sort of what he had been doing and they, but they didn't talk a lot about their friendship. Um, but then I think it was made pretty clear a few years later when uh, Jimmy Fallon mm-hmm. had the Good Burger sort of like and reunion get, sketch, yeah. where they came back as their characters and they seemed like they were having a lot of fun and laughing. I think they've been. I'm not. Well, there's the like a teary moment there though, right. when like Kel comes out, does his whole skit, and does a right. part of it. But then when King comes out as Lester Oates, construction yes. worker. There's where the crowd's going nuts, so he has to kind of just sit there and wait right, for them to die down. Right, but they're looking at one another. But he keeps looking at him, and he keeps smiling, and they keep like he keeps like right. he even turns and waves at the crowd and turns back. Right. But like you have that moment of them like that connection of them staring at each other that it hits you in the heart where it's like, yeah. I don't know if they haven't been friends or not, but this is what the world has been telling me is they're not. Right. And so to hit that, it's like you know right. the highlight Either of a way, movie. It has a lot of weight, I yeah. think, because it, it, whether they had been friends or not, or had mm-hmm. made up or not, like. They're for the first time mm-hmm. in a, a decade. Yeah, they're standing in front of one another, doing what they used to find so much joy in, and mm-hmm. you can tell in that because I rewatched it because it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. You can tell the whole time that both of them are trying not to break mm-hmm. because, like, they've got that kind of quirk where yep. you can tell they're like, "Don't laugh, don't break," you know, and you can tell they're just having so much fun mm-hmm. and I loved it. I loved it. That was, that was a lot of fun. I'm really glad that Jimmy Fallon did that. And speaking of Jimmy Fallon, um, mm-hmm. so I haven't seen that skit, but Jimmy Fallon's really good about bringing 
like a lot of closure mm-hmm. to a lot of our shows from our childhood. Yeah. We did it with Say by, by the Bell. Bell. Yeah. Uh, he had Jesse and the Rippers. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, he's really good about doing stuff like that. So good on Jimmy Fallon. Uh, we do a Jimmy Fallon episode. Yeah. So. I feel like it happened. I know I've been working since. I don't remember what year was it? Is it? 2015. 15. Yeah. So yeah, I was at work and I remember like I didn't see it live the night before. But I remember just being on the internet at work and all of a sudden seeing that. And it was like, I don't care what's on my desk right now. This is stopping so I can watch this. And I remember it just hitting so hard. Like, because it pops up in your Facebook memories now where I shared it back then, where it was just such a big moment yeah. of like, your childhood's, you know, fully circled. Everything's, they're back together. They're, you know, yes. what are they going to do next? Are they going to do another one? Like, you know, and it didn't. Like, it didn't turn into that. But it's cool now. They're working together as producers and all that. They've brought something back together. Um, and they've been asked, like, are you going to do a good burger, too? And they both have said, I'm fully down to do a right, good burger, yeah. too. Don't talk to us. Talk to the people with the money. That's <laughs> yes. right. Exactly. They've got to write the check. Right. <laughs> and so, and get that going. But I don't know. It's just cool to see. It. And we live in a world where so much of our childhood comes full circle for us because we are an age now where we have money to afford to pay for things that we loved. And they're like, oh, we can throw any of this back at you and you're going to pay for it. Oh, I own Spice World on DVD because I can. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't have to ask my mom to rent it at Blockbuster Mm -hmm. 18,000 times. I am a grown adult. (laughs) It's like I have Ninja Turtles on DVD and I have them all on VHS, but no, I needed them on DVD now. Like. Oh, the Blu-ray? Let me have it. Like It's all the random things like that. I can spice up my own life. Yes, anytime <laughs> I want now. <laughs> Eric doesn't know about that world. Oh. I, I do. Just, I had the CD. So. Oh, well, yes, we should do an episode on Spice World. Have you it ever watched the movie? It has everything. It I've has seen the Elton movie. John. I don't think it I has watched. Roger Moore. It has Meatloaf. I think we, we we need to sit down and watch it because I haven't seen it. Oh, it's been I know about enough. Twenty five so years since I've seen it. And when did it come out? Ninety five, ninety six, ninety seven. Somewhere in there. Somewhere six. Yeah, it's been. Yeah, yeah, I saw it a red like when it came out. You know, oh, it got man. dragged to the movies. And, so good. Yeah. yeah, sure. So good. <sighs> Meatloaf is the bus driver. Is he? Yeah, and the the loo breaks in the bus, and they're like, "Yeah, you got to fix that." And he's like, "Look, the I would loo. do anything for those girls, <laughs> but I won't do that." <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole generation right now that would not understand or appreciate that. Exactly. But I'm glad that we do. Ugh, I think we were in a perfect position as like mm-hmm. 80s, 90s babies. Yes, we, we got the best of everything. We got the I best call it of everything. Gen, you know, we're technically millennials, I guess. Right. But I call us Generation Oregon Trail. Yeah. Because we were able right. to play it growing up. We remember technology, not technology. Mm-hmm. Like we remember the genesis mm-hmm. of yep. the internet. We and remember the Sega Genesis. Yes. Right. <laughs> You know, we had our parents' music, which was really good, like classic yes. rock and disco. And we had the stuff we grew up with right up until right. the fact where we graduated and then turned the Yeah, in. but we had like 90s grunge yeah. and we had, I mean, it was just. I was talking with Michael so about good. that work today. It was even music, and I know it's not do Ken and Kill, but music wise, is we've all graduated and moved on, and it's been 10 years or more, and or more. close to 15. Like, more. Yeah, more. Let's not talk a about lot it. more. But. <laughs> I'm coming up on 20 years in a few, yeah. <laughs> in a couple of years. Nope, shut it down. <laughs> no, but like how much we still just listen to that music. And oh, it, yeah. it's from that generation back, like you're talking about, from our parents and beyond that in that mm-hmm. time period. But we kind of stopped at that point. I'm sure there's plenty of people that are like, no, actually, I continue to listen to the modern stuff today. And it's like, no, okay, whatever you do. <laughs> yeah. But it's who, like, who are you trying to impress? Just there? a little bit. Yeah. I listen to a little bit of just modern yeah. music. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's just something where even all the other random underground bands and stuff I got into, like I still like them. 
But it's like if I'm going to sit down and have a moment, like I'm probably going back to these random like '90s, 2000s, or older stuff. Thank God for Spotify because when I'm feeling Mm -hmm. nostalgic, I would just type in '2000s throwback, '2000s playlist, and Mm -hmm. just go through. And it can be anything from hip hop, R and B to the pop stuff to the grunge, the rock to the the emo. I mean, Alanis Morissette, Goo Goo Dolls, Nirvana, Mm -hmm. Coolio. Like it's just it was such good music, and the genre I think opened up mm-hmm. but there's the a wide variety 90s. versus now on radio you and i know like people because of our phones and because of our stuff radio is not as prominent as what it used to be but like a lot of the stations are only playing what's new or some stations that can't get the rights to that are listening to what was new like five months ago right, like, right. and it's all the same style stuff unless it's older like there's one right. specific thing but i was telling michael at work and i've showed him and i don't know if it's just the part of me that likes the nostalgic feel of things um but I've started watching this guy on YouTube that just reacts to music mm-hmm. where he just didn't grow up listening to the things that we did. And so it's just a fun thing to see somebody sitting down listening to the music that you like have known and loved your whole life and him hearing it for the first time and his reaction. And most yes. of the time he's just like, this is awesome. And like he gets really into it. Um, and just to see that, though, because you get that a little bit for the first. It's like when you, you know, when we've had some of the youth in our car like, or yes. going on trips. We went for way there. We, there's that, but like <laughs> we went, um, like we helped with the youth band stuff, and right. so for Christmas we all went all you could eat sushi, and we were going on the way. I'm gonna miss that place. Yeah, but actually they opened back up today. Good, like the same yes. format. Yes, okay. I don't know how that works in this world we live in now, but they in a couple a of months today. we find out that everyone's healthy. We should, we'll we should go, go back. back. <laughs> but uh, I remember being like Erica was going with us. I was like, "Do you mind driving? Like we'll take the jeep. Do you mind driving?" She's like, "No, it's fine." Because I wanted to be the DJ, like yeah. for these kids the entire way, and like I don't know what your parents have taught you, but this is what you're listening to That's now. Right. Like here's my lifespan. Go. You gonna learn today? Yes. <laughs> and I mean, and I feel like I get that way, and I think that's why we're here now. Like this yeah. is why we're here talking about the things. Pass on our knowledge. That's yes. right. And our excitement. And Ashby's like, let's finally actually do that, and not here just ramble for now. Yes. Like that's <laughs> why I'm here, straighten things out. On but, point. On point. But yes. <sighs> okay. Is that any other final thoughts? Uh, can't wait to check out uh, the orange soda in the rain. Eric, you've been super mm-hmm. chatty this episode. I mean, thanks for sticking with Kyle and I. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes you get, you know, it, it, <laughs> it works better. Time. Like when you have, like, so there's three of us now. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to talk about Survivor, he's never seen Survivor. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It wouldn't work if not, you know. But if we right. there's three of us and two of us have seen something, that works a lot better than if just one of us has seen and it. And we've had episodes that way. Where yes. It's me or you. It's just like. I'm trying to make this exciting because like, I love this so much, but you have no idea, no like, idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> Heavyweight's a goofy movie. Like, yeah. I didn't see those growing up. So yeah. he was much more excited about it than I was. But I mean, still the cool out. thing about this episode is different than that because this is stuff that I know if you go and sit down, you're actually going to enjoy. It's not a matter of, you didn't see it as a child, so you just don't understand why it's right. such a great movie. Like, no, this stuff is just still funny. Like, it still holds its own, it still holds up. Right. To the point that like, I am excited to be like, Eric, we're going to go sit down That's and right. watch this at it's some like point. It's like one of the things you don't have to wear your nostalgic right. No, yeah. For. Awesome, awesome. By the way, yeah. whenever we finally get a www.whatthewhatstore.com or whatever, yeah. slash shop. store, shop, uh, we need to sell sunglasses. Yeah, nostalgic yeah. goggles. Nostalgic goggles. <laughs> yes. yes. We we'll trademark that. Like oh, bright man. orange, you know, frames, lime green lenses, mm-hmm. vice versa. We're going to do this. I like it. Start writing it down. Merchandising. we got to start coming up with a business plan. Yes, <laughs> so we, we have all these ideas. See, th- and well, that's why podcast, I'm glad you're here because Eric and I... literally started because we started writing stuff down and then okay. we stopped 
doing that. Well, Eric and I usually are the ones that write tons of things down and get excited about it, and then we lose the list. We, <laughs> yeah, like well, that I don't know where that list stuck is. in a bag. I think it's on a dock somewhere. Yeah, we get excited. I'll and share then, it with you. And you can be like, y'all haven't done any of this. What's like? We, oh, we have great ideas. No motiv- no motivation. I forgot about social media. Yeah. Oh, the social media shout outs. Yeah, social media shout outs. I did not. I did not. Oh yeah, I've got that. Oh I sorry, like, I didn't write them down. I thought Kyle had them. I did. Sorry. We're next page. Social media shoutouts. Uh, we're going to announce this right here. Instagram. Uh, I was surprised today. Uh, I was looking at it. This person commented on our post yesterday with a bunch of just the praise hands. And I was like, oh, awesome, cool. And I think I was in the middle of doing something on my phone, so I liked it. And I was going to come back. Turned out that was Shingun Sergulin. And I'm doing my best. I even researched how people how he said his name to do my best. Turns out that is an actor on the yeah. new All That show that is currently on television oh, now. Oh, nice. Yes. Um, he gave the praise hands at first, and I went back after finally realizing who he was and knowing like that I've watched some of the new episodes now. I went back. I was like, you know, dude, you're, the new show is amazing. Yeah. We're definitely going to watch that now. Awesome. And he came back. His comment was, Kenan and Kale, legends. I'm so blessed to have this opportunity. Thank you so much. That's awesome. Um, so that Absolutely. is Shingun. That for, is for for no other reason. I'm going to check out the new show. Yeah. Just just for his humbleness. Yeah, obviously. absolutely. Yeah. Everyone that's, should that's give really the new awesome. show a try. And you don't have to have cable because they put all the episodes on YouTube. On the tube. Mm-hmm. That's right. On the YouTube. Um, and then Crazy Rockstar Al says two people I love. Okay. That was the other kid. Okay. That I went and looked at his pictures. Cool. And there was nothing. Cool, cool, cool. Cool. <laughs> there was nothing in his pictures that pointed out that he was an actor, but all of a sudden, about three fourths of the way down, he's in a picture with Kel Mitchell, like with his arm around him. So maybe I don't, I don't know. Okay. Just, just a good personal friend. Yeah. And now to Facebook to our friends like and not Daniel Radcliffe. Yes. Yeah. You know, buses. Uh, Facebook. <laughs> Anna Will says too many. I watched all that growing up and loved Super Dude Pizza Face and the Repair Man, man, man. We didn't mention man, Pizza man. Face. That's a whole other oh, guy. Pizza Face and um, the Big Ears. Big Eared, yeah. Yeah, Big Eared Dude or whatever. Uh, Emily White Casey says, welcome to Good Burger. Well, Howard says, who loves orange soda? We do. Uh, we do. Amanda, is this your friend, Gaddis? Yes, yeah. Is that how you said her last name? Amanda Gaddis. Amanda Gaddis. I want to make sure we do it right. Do it says, right. who loves orange soda? Kale loves orange soda. Right. Michael Thompson says, I was tuning into these two every Saturday night. My favorite all that characters was Coach Creighton. Eric should take a, take a page out of his playbook with his kids. I also love the relationship between Kale and Mr. Rockmore, which is Keenan's dad on the Keenan and Kale show. He said, it always looked like he genuinely hated Kale. Uh, Chris Rhodes says, I was like Eric and did not grow up with cable, so I really didn't get to watch much of this. Good old Chris Rhodes. Yeah. He says, I do remember watching all that and bits and pieces of Good Burger, some during the summers when I would stay at my grandparents. He said, but to be honest, I never really enjoyed Keenan and Kale as a child, but... I really do like what Kenan Thompson has done lately, especially his former reprising roles as DeAndre Cole on What's Up With That SNL skit and his character of Scared Straight, which was another SNL skit. Um, Tiffany Woods shared a gif of Kenan and Kel dressed as ladies dancing. And Bonnie Gregory says, if Ashby is on again, her mic needs to be turned up. We worked on Omar, we turned it up. Thanks, Omar. Omar, I gave her my microphone tonight. She should be a little bit louder. And I did a little adjusty thingy on the and I Look, here's twisted a, the mic and almost hit her in the face. Here's the thing about Omar that you have to keep in mind. Is, you know, with all of her complaining, we no, could I'm lose every single fan of this podcast and that woman would still watch it. Look, I'm, so, I'm not complaining, I'm not complaining a bit. Guys, <laughs> I'm thankful. I'm impressed I'm complaining. that your grandmother <laughs> is on, on Facebook because mine is not. <laughs> oh, she's on Snapchat. She Snapchats me. See, that's awesome. That's she's amazing. a techie that, grandma. That is, that is awesome. She knows what's up. See, and she's the kind of listener we need. 
Because right. there's a lot of our friends that have listened and be like, oh, yeah, well, now that you say something about microphone, there, I, I do have some trouble hearing you sometimes. Like, we well, should have said something. Like, you should have said something back in June of last feedback. year. <laughs> yeah. So When we were starting out. It's like, what made me nervous. not in December when we had done 50, you know, or right. 26 episodes. It's like, what makes me nervous? Because every time Eric talks about reviews, he says five stars only, and I get scared, so I don't want to do that. No, no, we, we only accept five-star reviews. But you can write whatever you want in the right, comment that's, section. That's the whole point. You yeah, say you five give, stars. Give us the five stars, but then blast the us all the volume up. up. <laughs> yes. Same. All right, friends. Well, that was it. A big thank you to Ricky Lyles and Will Howard, who we've already mentioned. Yes. For his fantastic idea for this episode. If you have an idea, let us know. Absolutely. Do you know what we're doing next week, Ashby? What are we doing next week? We're going into our sixth injury, entry into the... Running the Infinity Gauntlet. Woo! This is the Avengers 2012. Ugh, I'm so excited. As I'm saying this, make sure we talk to Matt Starling. Because he has been on a Marvel kick lately. Yes. And keeps okay. buying all these props from the movies. Yes, we need to get all his we props. We need some props. He, he has, has, has Molnir. He does have a life-size, full weight, Ooh, everything Molnir. Can't even pick okay. it up. I think he has an Iron well, Man I mean, mask now. Is he now. worthy? <laughs> I'm not worthy, obviously. I tried and I just yeah. tore my shoulder. Anyway. He's got an Iron Man mask, I think, and I think he's in the process of buying Cap Shield if he hasn't already done it. Like, Okay. Not the ones straight from the movie, but the ones that pretty much are the same quality as the movie type Gotcha. Stuff. Okay. I'm down. So I'm we, down. We could each be a character. I'm so excited to talk about the Avengers. Yeah. A lot, lot I've got to go back and watch it. A lot to talk this, about. That next week's episode is going to be our long. We have to start like right at six next week. Yeah. So we might be It'll be like yeah. two and a half hours yep. because I will be bringing the Tumblr knowledge. We'll pull Titanic and stop halfway through and then come back and finish. <laughs> we might have to Please expand wait while our we change the tapes. We might have to expand our fun week. facts list from six to 12. I don't know. I mean, maybe. Yeah, cool, cool. Anyway, until next time, I'm a dude. He's a dude. She's a dude because we're all dudes. We're all yeah. Dudes. Stay as cool as the other side of the pillow. Wait, oh, what? Wait, snap. what? She stole your line. Wait, what? You heard me. Wait, what? You heard me. No. Is Stay as cool as the other side of, of the, the pillow. pillow. Until next week. Bye. What the what? Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Don't, don't turn this off. You stole my catchphrase, and then I didn't even get a chance to steal your catchphrase. To be fair, I gave you like Correct. 20 seconds to steal what the what, Correct. but you did not take it. See you next week, guys. Bye. Oh, come on. Just yell it one good time. Bye. No, just, come on. You Bye. No, no, your own, your own one. Cooler than the other side of the Come on, the you can do it. You Stay can. as cool as the other side of the pillow. I'll try it with some smile. Cool as the other side of the pillow. Now try it one more time like you just drank that whole entire thing of orange soda. Stay as cool as the other side of the pillow. We'll see you next week. What the what? Ah!